Hey guys, this is Mason Bush with Code Hunting University Podcast. Welcome to the show. Code Hunting University is brought to you by Superior Hunting Lights. Superior, step up to the max. Use discount code CHUPODCAST at checkout on nighthunters.com. Conkey's Outdoors, hunting and hound supply store. We stand behind Conkey's and is the only hunting supply store that we personally recommend here at Coon Hunting University. You can find out more at conkeysoutdoors.com or find them on Facebook, Conkey's Outdoors, and give them a like. And GNR Cedar Dog Boxes. They make a high-quality cedar dog box at a great, affordable price. If you're in the market for a new dog box, reach out to Gavin at 615-962-5266. All right, guys, we're jumping back in here. Uh, Randy's had to had to cut on out and head over to uh, head over to the club and kind of get some guys together and things like that for the hunts night. But we're going to kind of jump back in here and uh, let Greg talk about some of his old dogs and and uh, some of the stuff that that he's accomplished with them in his coming hunting career. Uh, I uh, had a good female, the moon female, uh, stylish moon with her name. She won the super stakes. I forget what year, probably 90, 97, 98, somewhere right around there. But uh, she won the super stakes, and uh, I started handling her right after that. Bo Grugan bought her, and I started hunting dogs for Bo, or hunting her for Bo. And we went on to, uh, uh, we won the, uh, or we didn't win, we was in the national female race, the pub race. Uh, we was, it went right down to the last weekend. And again, she was a pub and she was, she was leading both of those female race and the pub race. And, uh, it's right down to the last weekend. A gentleman by the name of, uh, Roger Dale and the little blue female at that time. He didn't he didn't own PKC at that time, but uh, he, he owned the blue female that was she was about she was behind me four or five hundred dollars. I can't remember exactly what it was, but the way I had it figured, there was no way she was gonna beat me for that race and uh, that weekend. Well, uh, lo and behold, when the weekend was up you know, back you didn't have Facebook and all that stuff to keep track. You just had to go by who's calling who or who's there or whatever. But at the end of that weekend, somehow she ended up being national female, national pup leader. So that that was kind of a, that's one that sticks in my craw a little bit that I lost uh, there right at the end. But uh, that was a big deal back then. That you know that was back back in those days winning winning a pup race or, or winning the the female national female race. That was that was a big deal, you know. She did win the state of Kentucky, and and I won, uh, you know, of course, truck tickets with her. Um, and and the final cast of the truck final, hunt, wasn't you? Final cast of the truck hunt with her. Um, Barry mentioned yeah. that in the his yeah. podcast, didn't? Yeah, he? Barry Kitty, the bar stretch, uh, Tim Kramer. So that's uh, that's three of the best there is out there, you know. And, and you know, I was thrown in there with that mix uh, with them guys. And, uh, Tim Kramer ended up winning the truck, but uh, Rick Stretch, his his mean dog, wiped me out. <laughs> so that's, uh, but uh, they accused me of 
a tree in a tugboat or striking a tugboat or something. They called me Tugboat Maynard there for years. But, uh, <laughs> but no, me and Moon, we was years ago when we was when we was at the hunts. They they knew who both of us was. We was we was uh, it was usually winners when we we come out. Of it. Like I say, I won a pro hunt, beat Junior in a pro hunt, and uh, if you beat Junior, that was a big thing. Remember, we got back to the truck. Uh, I'd won the cast, and we got back to the pickup truck, and Leon had drove around to the other section and picked me up and uh, got ready to throw my dog in the truck for him to take me back to my truck. And Junior always called me Snoz, you know, and he said, Snoz, why do you think you're done? And, uh, I said, well, I'm going to ride back the truck back. He said, you ain't riding back in the truck with me back around to your truck. He said, you can walk as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what kind of competitor he was, Scott can tell you. Yeah, he, Junior was tough. When you beat him, you know, hey, he, he didn't take it very well at all. But uh, Maynard was probably top of the line when I was growing up. He was uh, probably top dog handler around our area there, you know. He uh, he kind of led the he led the pack. Um, with that moon that year, you know, you guys – well, several years, I guess, you know. And then maybe the Rick Rutherford days, you know, he always kept a good dog, Joker. Um, yeah, I, I hunted for hunted for a few people after that, you know, hunted Moon and then uh, hunted one for Junior and Leon in the world hunt, Go Man Joe. Uh, got him in at the world hunt for them. Uh, got Moon in the same year there. They, I got Moon in on – Moon had uh, – so they had the Super Stakes and the world hunt at the same time. And um, the Super Stakes – you hunted Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, and then if you was in the finals, you know, if that was your three nights qualifying. Well, I had, uh, in the super stakes, she had, uh, she had won early Thursday, got beat late. She'd won early Friday, got beat late. Saturday, I finally got her in. And, uh, she made it to the, the cast before the final cast, uh, two dog cast. And, uh, and I got beaten that round. She was just, you know, uh, kind of give out and uh so I turned around i rested her on monday or maybe she hunted monday i rested her on tuesday i think i got her in i forget how how it went the finals may have been on monday sunday or monday i can't remember monday yeah and uh but i rested her one night got her in the next night doubled her up in the world hunt and then turned around and hunted the dog for junior leon and, and got it in and Junior hadn't got a dog in that year. The, the dog he hunted in the finals, I actually got in for him. So, again, another good, <laughs> proud moment there. Uh, but I took Moon, and so Moon had made it to the cast before the finals of the Super Stakes. I hunted her that uh, in the world hunt, and I made her beat Billy Bell in the semifinals, made it to the cast before the, the final cast of the world hunt, and got beat that round And uh, with Moon. But she was uh, – everybody knew who Moon was. Again, like Scott said, I think everybody knew who Greg Maynard was back then. I I went went at it hard, enjoyed it, put everything I had into it, and, and loved it. Then, uh, uh, you know, like I say, hunted a few dogs for a hunted for Rick Rutherford, like, you know, you said. Uh, um, a few of them before I stopped. Vogel. You know, yeah, Vogel, hunted for Vogel. Vogel was, Vogel was one of the first ones that uh, – uh, he asked me if I hunt a dog for him, and, and uh, of course I said yes. And he handed me a whole pile of money, and I didn't—I'd never been paid to hunt a dog through the through the week or through the month, and uh, that was pretty cool, you know, back in the day to get paid to hunt one. But uh, but yeah, I did that, and then uh, of course uh, had kids, 
uh, met my wife. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for her, I, I wouldn't be able to. She supports me in everything I do. You know, not a lot of you know. I'm away from home now. You know, and she she supports me in everything I do. I couldn't thank her enough for for what she does to let me be able to do this. But uh, but again, quit quit hunting there for about ten years, raising those kids as they got up big enough to where they wasn't playing on the weekends. They was playing through the week. And, uh, got back into squirrel hunting and uh, uh, started back. That's how I started back squirrel hunting. I thought I could, uh, you know, with working and everything, it'd be easier to hunt a squirrel dog. And uh, one, uh, my dogs won 16 world titles. And I won, I handled in 13 of those world championships squirrel hunts. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's pretty good accomplishment. <laughs> From there, got back into coon hunting. Me and Scott has been since we was kids. We've been uh, we've been we've been we fought, we've argued, we we've done everything. But uh, pretty good friend, you know. Pretty good. I could uh, I could call him. I believe, and he could do the same. And whatever he asked me to do, I believe we'd do it. So, dual grand champion, grand knight champion, houses lippers Rex is a direct son of old houses lipper and houses lippers hope another representative lipper. Rex is throwing puppies that are gamey, independent, early starting with huge mouths and motors to complement. Rex is available for live breeding in Ripley, Mississippi, and chilled semen can be shipped anywhere in the country. Rex has puppies on the way currently. Uh, Tubby Creek Kennels also has two direct daughters off of Old Lipper that have pups on the ground right now. You can contact Hunter Morgan for more information at 662 five eight seven six eight two eight they also have a facebook group dual grand houses lippers rex to see more about all of rex's puppies tubby creek kennels where lipper blood flows and and y'all two are kind of y'all y'all are a good match because you know you're the one you, you kind of like to, you you enjoy more going out there and being the spokesperson and scott's more just uh, i'm just gonna lay back and kind of let the dogs do the talking and then that together, uh, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all been able to do a lot of big things. It was th- this year, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, we had got in, they had the AKC world hunt at, uh, uh, Bainbridge, Ohio. And we, we hunted in it. We both got the final cast of, of it. And, uh, Eric Pye another boy that lives right up there by us. We all kind of grew up out of the same club. Michael Markham was the other one in the finals, but us three being in the final cast, especially me and Scott, it'd been nice if one of us would have won it, but uh, we didn't. But that was that was a, a moment, a very memorable moment for myself. You know, was was being in there with him and and uh, you know, so nothing. Oh yeah, any, anytime you're you get in there with in a big hunt with one of your close buddies, it's it's a lot of fun. I think uh, the only time me and Zach's ever drawn together, he probably took the worst break I've ever saw a man take. Is it a pro hunt in Mississippi? Old Chief was in there trading. He had a coon and a possum in a tree together, and the damn coon jumped out and about <laughs> jumped on Bush's head. And they, had, they, the, it was before the judge got there, and they minus the tree. <laughs> oh my! Awesome. You talking about all them casts, Greg? Uh, what's probably been your most memorable out of all of them? Oh man, I've uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, I, I I love life. I love coon hunting. Uh, I love people. They're all good. You know, they're yeah. all good. So, 
He takes some everyone fun. Like he yeah. can go out there. He's the only man I know can go out there and judge. Um, be the timekeeper, video man, reporter, and handle the dog at the same time. <laughs> like it's all I can do to keep track of my one little old dog out there. Right. Besides everything else, but he's the one man can do it all. No, I uh, I try. I know I'm a little bit, you know, like Randy. You know, we'll come down here to his hunt, and uh, you know there ain't no better person than Randy Morgan. And we'll come down early and hunt. Hell, I drive everybody that's around me. I drive them crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but by the time of the end of that hunt, I've drove Randy to his wits end. Ingles <laughs> like, Maynard, we can't come down early no more. You, you've got him. He ain't never going to let us come back. Nerves but, are shot. But, uh, yeah. But no, if you. If He's you got bad nerves anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go out there with me and have fun. Now, I am a little bit aggravated, but if you can't go out there with me and have fun, there you've got serious issues. You've got problems. That's yeah, right. So he takes every down, cast man. with a fun. With a lot of fun to it. <laughs> yeah, well, this is one question kind of toward the end of the podcast that I asked Connor when I had him on, and I've kind of planned on asking everybody at the end because it's just a good thing to end on. And, Scott, I kind of can predict what you're going to say based off some of the other stuff we've asked you. But, and, but Greg, I'd kind of like to hear from you first. When you think about why you do this, because you know, there some guys they love the competition. Some guys just like Randy just loves the dogs. Some people just likes to go win that big money, uh, and some people just likes the the socializing part of it. But what is the one thing? What is your why? What is the one thing that 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 makes you load that dog up and strap those boots and light on and and hit the woods? When I was twelve years old, and uh, Went to my first competition coon hunt, and it was it was just a uh, a buddy hunt type deal. Not not really. It wasn't a buddy hunt, but it was just a, a club hunt. I was Twelve years old. My dad told me, said, "Do not go. You're, you know, do do not go to that hunt. You're, you don't need to be messing with those guys. You have no business being there. You're a kid." And uh, man, I heard about this hunt, and they they had this big silver cup they was giving away, full of money, and uh, you know, they, they, uh, you know, I, I was going some way I was going. So dad wouldn't take me. He, he knew what was going to happen. He wouldn't take me. So, so I got a friend of mine that had his driver's license in school and asked him if he'd take me to that hunt. Well, I went to that hunt and, uh, I got beat. I, I hate to admit that I got cheated, but you know what I mean? But, but actually I, I felt I got cheated Well, I come home crying to dad, you know, and, uh, Dad said, I told you what was going to happen to you. That's why I told you not to go, you know. Well, the the deal on the silver cup and all the money was if you won three hunts in a row, you got the cup and you got the money. Well, the guy that had beat me, that had made his second one, you know, that, that he had won. So the very next hunt, he uh, if he won that, that hunt, you know, he got that big silver cup and all that money. And uh, it was two weeks away. They had it every two weeks. And I said, I'm going back. No, you're not going back. That's it. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going back. I promise you I'm going back. So uh, uh, I uh, I go, uh, I'm getting ready for that hunt, and I go back to that hunt, and I draw that guy, draw out with him and, and go out there and beat him. So so that's where I got my competition edge to uh, 
Takuna was that that hunt right there. It was uh, the McClary brothers from from over around Otway High, and uh, going over there and, and uh, beating them guys and knocking him out of that cup. You know, to uh, that's where I got my competition edge and my drive to want to go. Uh, now, with the question you asked about, you know, just that's that was my co- competitive edge of it. You know, where I got started there, and then the, the, the part about. When 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 I'm done with all this and I can't do this no more, I just hope that they can look back, you know, and say, "Man, he really, he really done a lot good for our sport." And and it sounds like you just you've always been the type of guy that just give it your all and and anything anything you're you're doing and it seems like seems like that's what y'all are doing here with this pro sport and some of this other stuff. Uh, Scott, what about you? What What's the number one thing that that makes Scott Engel fired up to go coon hunting? Man, I just uh, I like a good young one, and that uh, I like a good young one, and that that probably fires me up more than anything. That's uh, it's pretty cut and dry for me. I mean, I love uh, I love the people, and I love going to the hunts, and and, and I'm all right with all that, but probably more so a good young one. And and Trish trying to make that next one, and if it's one that just needs tweaked or turned, and and uh, that's probably what keeps me my my fire burning, you know. Yeah. Um, far as going to the hunts, I, that's it. And and to keep to keep cranking them out like y'all have it, uh, is it something that that you've got to you've got to do a lot of planning ahead for? Oh man, if you think it's easy trying to uh, hunt one out of your own your own breed or, or find one out of your own breed all the time you're 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 kidding yourself you think that's easy because yeah, i it, challenge anybody to try it you know like i said earlier as good as y'all been you've you've had to here and there had to had to find one out of other stuff out of, to, uh, other stuff and uh and normally you know that uh and i i gotta give all you know a lot of credit to the guys like kitty you know you mentioned the the wipeout guys i gotta give tons of credit to because them things have been good for a while you know uh timothy ball frank giddings oh yeah uh, those guys, uh, Buzz and 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 Kurt and those guys, they they raise super super good uh, stock, you know. And and I'm and I ain't that I don't like any of it. Um, I like it all because without them, we don't have the ones to cross back on ours. Um, but sometimes, yeah, we've got to stop outside and uh, pick one up and throw it in the mix, you know. Yeah, but those, those stud dog guys, you know, they've kind of they've uh, it ain't like it used to be. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple of uh, popular studs, but but it seems like back in the '90s and 2000s, it was you know it was three or four dogs that everybody was breeding to, and and it was a lot of work for y'all. I would challenge somebody, you know, to everybody to try to to try to find them a good young one, get it started, and uh, every youth hunter, I think that's the best way to start. It ain't to go get the best one you can find. It's it's take a pup learn what it's going to do train it and you'll learn a whole lot a whole, whole bunch more that way uh learn raising that thing up and, and it'll be yeah you'll have a little more patience and you'll have more love for uh this sport you know oh yeah of, uh, I, I what's going on agree with scott there on that i, I i've never been a, a trainer you know I've, I've never trained one uh i've been able to once someone gets it going pretty good you know i've, I've been able to take it and go with it from there but We've got one now that's out of Rodeo and and out of Nelly.
Conkey's Outdoors knows that keeping up with the latest in hunting technology can be expensive. That's why they are proud to offer amazing financing options from 30 days, same as cash, to 0% interest for 6, 9, 12, and even 18 months, depending on your credit score and the amount you spend. If you've been eyeballing that new thermal or want to upgrade to the latest in tracking system technology, Go find out more on the web at conkeysoutdoors.com or if you're in the Hastings, Florida area, stop by and visit. They'd love to have you. Conkeys Outdoors, houndsmen, helping houndsmen. That, uh, again, I didn't do none of the training on it. You know, it, it's uh, a good friend of ours, Terry Shear, done most of the training on it, but but it's just cool, like he was saying, to, to have one out of his dog, my dog, that was, you know, bred there at his house, born at my house. You know, uh, uh, we've had it all along, and, and it's just cool to say, man, it's out of our dogs. You know, so that that is pretty. Yeah, yeah, it'll pretty mean cool. more to the win at the end of the day, right? Um, I've always uh, two fellows that I've always really respected, Chuck and Don Dunlap. You know, them guys have always hunted their own stuff and uh, and and pretty much bred their own stuff, and. I've got the, the utmost respect for them two for doing it and and sticking with it. And uh, I give Don a harder time than I do Chuck, but I still like him just the same. You know, uh, those guys have have done a tremendous job of of raising their own stock. You know, yeah. But the like y'all were talking about, I haven't. I've raised one litter and I didn't do that great with it. Just but the two dogs that I've I've had several dogs, but the two that I've kept and stayed at my house is the ones that have been there from a baby puppy and it yeah. it does it does mean a lot more when you when you put that much time in them and and everything but it'll make you a lot more sicker too when uh yeah. you don't make it yeah. I've, oh, yeah. I've, I've been hunting uh i had i've had two dogs for a few years and i i, I bred them and been hunting a couple of puppies out of one of them done a really good kitty just bought bought her this week and um i don't know you, you it's almost like it's your child that you seem a lot more harder on them I guess you expect a lot more uh, out of them, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It, it wasn't that way for me. I've, I've expected more out of the ones that I went and bought, <laughs> or that me and Sam have went and bought, because, you know, we paid money for this one. <laughs> I I'd re- I would rather put the blood, sweat, and tears than the money in them, because I could, uh, I could stand to lose that a little more than I could the money. <laughs> and you found that the, probably the ones you raised was just as good as the ones you went and bought? That's the only ones that's ever stayed at my house go. was the ones I've, that, that's been there from the time they was babies. Chief, my old dog, he's 11, and I got him I got him from Kurt uh, when he was just a little bitty feller. And then uh, the credit dog I got now, uh, me and Sam, my partner, we bought out of that, that first litter that Cable raised off a little money. Uh, uh, credit's mama right here. Uh, don't Johnny Hamilton live right here close? Yeah, Evansville. Uh, don't he have... Uh, was it? Yeah, she's dead now. But oh, yeah, she, yeah. Was it fruit juice? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's bait. Bait's mommy. Yeah, bait's mom. Bait's yeah. mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but guys, I guess we're kind of getting toward the end here. Um, I want to ask a question real okay. quick uh, before we get uh, finished up. Oh, it's it's a big controversy. Do y'all think even five, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, do y'all think dogs are getting better or worse? Uh, I'm going to say this, and I said this yesterday to somebody. A good dog is a good dog. Uh, like we talked about Big D there there earlier. He was how many years ago? 10, 15? Yep. Uh, he was a good dog. He could compete 
today. Uh, Molly, uh, that was probably 20, 25 years ago. That's probably 18 then. So, yeah. yeah. She, she was, she was a good dog. She could compete today. A, a good dog is a good dog. Yeah. And now I do think this, I do think that there is more, the, the playing field is more leveled out. There's, there's probably more good dogs, more good dogs now mm-hmm. than there was back then. But I a think good the, dog back then was a good, is still a good dog. Right. Back. And you, you kind of got a unique perspective on that, Greg, since, you know, you said you quit for such a long time. Uh, you were able to kind of see it in, in two different eras with a big gap in between. So he he told me we uh, and it's funny he's uh, you know he he gives me me his wife Joe Gross and Mark Rubel's probably his his four people that he gives the most uh, heck to you know <laughs> it's just like getting a scolding from your dad sometimes but but he told me when I started back I told him I'd won all those squirrel hunts and I said I'm going to win five world hunts didn't I you uh, was going to win three three world hunts yeah he was going to win three, three world, world coon hunts he laughed at me you know <laughs> and said it ain't going to happen and he said Maynard he said you just ain't going to come back in here and win like you used to win and I said well of course I am eh? no big deal you know what I mean it, it's I'm going to do it and uh Boy, if he wasn't true, I mean, you, when you get when you step out of it, hey, you you lose. It's it you lose a lot of that. And you, you lose know, some years, toned, man. You know, hey, these guys are as good now as they've ever no, been. Like their uh, their dogs are all pretty good. Um, I think the hunts the hunts are probably as straight as they've ever been. Um, but this young bunch, heck, I, I've just got to give them credit. You know, uh, they're they're good as they've they've ever been. I got to give weed. Uh, but, you know, that guy has, has come in here and, and just uh, took it by storm. You know, uh, I, I just don't feel like there's anybody better, you know. Um, these these young guys are good, you know, just like good. A lot of a lot of these kids and these youth coming up hunting now, they, they think it's tough. I, I grew up hunting against Weed, Cody Maine, the Stylards, uh This all Drake Luther, and Peyton. Drake and Peyton. Mike, well, uh, Cody, Ward, yeah. Cody Leonard. That's, that, was, that was the youth race. It was, it yeah. was tough. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, these dogs are good. I I don't. Uh, I'm like Maynard. I I believe that a good dog's a good dog. But now, I, I think, think there's more good dogs out there. I you, think the average dog is better now. You bet. Right. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Everybody that comes to these things and puts their money up has got a shot. Yep. You know, uh, let's say eighty percent of them. Uh, I, I I I started a job. And I, I had to quit for three or four years, and uh, when I first started, it seemed like you walked a lot more circle or where, where i come from a lot more circle yeah. or, or blank trees and i've come back now and it seems like every tree you walk to there's they got a most, most they have cones, yeah. you better believe it yeah but uh even you know even if you hadn't quit for a while like uh i had that little money dog and when he started treating cones uh it was right before his one-year-old super stakes and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I've got a, I've got a beat ass one year old. I'm fixing to go up here and walk through this. Go up there and lose four casting, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's tough, man. And you want to talk about gut punched? Because I, w- I'd been, because me and Mason, and Ward and Drake and everybody was, all we're all in a group text that we've had going for years, and uh, it's, it's I, I almost, brutal. I almost threw my window, out, my phone out the window coming home from the super stakes, <laughs> oh, yeah. having to hear it because I, I mean, I really thought, but well, that's man, the way this goes. You put so much, it's you, you put so much into it, and such hard work. I mean, man, I'm telling you, we work at this as hard as we do anything. You know, you put your time away from your family, time away from your kids, you go to the super stakes, and you lose four rounds in a row. You know, and and. 
Uh, again, you want to, you don't want to throw your phone out the window. You want to throw your dog out the window. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's tough. That's same way, it's tough. Same way he was just talking. That little female I, I, I raised, um, me and Kitty hunt together, and he he was blowing me up all and You you gonna go up there and win this one year old super steak? And she's a hundred strike dog by herself. Trees cones. Every now and then she'll tree a possum, but uh, and uh, about two weeks before the spring super steaks, just just cut off like a light switch I, I don't know what makes dogs do the way they do but it and just when you think you you fix them be on top they'll, they'll they'll jerk the rug out from under you they can't be on point all the time no no that's and that's one of my things i think i think you know they should be the same all the time and it, it just don't the the seasons you know the the it changes for all of them you know it's hard to you really don't know how hard it is until you go out there and you do it you know Mm -hmm. night after night weekend after weekend you think it's easy and i was one of those i thought it's going to be easy you know but but a person really don't know how hard it is until you go out there and do it and it's hey it's tough that's why you you gotta be a good dog man you gotta gotta know the right you know doing the right things with them i mean just it's it's a routine you know I judged a couple youth casts the youth world this year. I noticed all of them just glued to that garment, glued to that garment. And one of them lost the cast because he he went listening to his, he was looking at the garment, wasn't paying attention. After the cast was over with, I said, buddy, just, just a little friendly advice. If you just, just put that garment up, open your ears, I said, you, you'll be a lot better off in the long run. And I hope a lot of them hear this and take that and, and just listening and paying attention to your dog goes a long way. Oh, it's it's some of these guys. I don't think they call their dog without that. Garment. No, absolutely and not. We, and when we, you know, and that's what I say. All, all these new guys don't realize how long we've been doing. It, you know, they don't realize that we've been doing this for thirty years. You know, uh, yeah, thirty-five. Have, years, yeah, having garments know. back then. Yeah, yeah. We, we had beep beeps. Started out, we didn't even have tractors. You know what I mean? <laughs> we we uh, turn a dog loose and wouldn't have a clue, but. Uh, these new hunters don't realize what these old guys went through, you know, uh, working their way up through it. So. As far as in the coon hunting world, uh, this is, thirty years is an eternity from yeah. from where it's at right now. To yeah, and and that's something I take pride in that being, you know, I'm forty seven years old, and again, I started when I was young, and. Uh, you know, I, I look myself way back then. A lot of these guys, there's very few in Anchor Angle that still hunt back when we was hunting. You know, the, the Junior Jacksons, Doug Jacksons. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, probably Junior Doug. You yeah. know, I, I can think of Kitty being on top, you know, yeah. when, when, when I started. And, uh, you know, probably my age, getting closer in the middle between me and you, Billy Bell, Avery, yeah. uh, Hawkins. Yeah, Billy was one way back. He's still hunting. You know, yeah, Billy's still in yeah. there competing heavily. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're the older older bunch, I guess. Uh, we're the seniors. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, as we start winding down, is there anything else y'all want to say? Thank uh, you, guys. Yeah, man, this is good job. This this is to to me. Uh, this is what's going to keep our sport going good for for a lot of the guys that. The older guys and, and some of the people that can't come around to the hunts, you guys coming out here and sharing these stories of people, um, you know, and, and and taking the time out to be able to bring this to the people back home so they can hear this. This is awesome. This is this is what our sport has come to, 
you know, and, and again, me, I try to do the live feeds on the hunt and bring as much coverage as I can to the hunters back home. And, and this, hey, this is what it's all about. You guys keep doing what you're doing. Like we said earlier, we'll, we're having hunts at good places. You keep interviewing the right people and this thing will grow. So, Y'all talked about trying to have a youth hunt here soon. Uh, can talk about it? Yes, I uh, I think that's in our future at Pro Sport. I think that's a that's a must a must do deal. Um, we ain't really got all the details worked out on it, but I think you can look forward to it coming. Uh, Dog of the year race coming, world hunt coming, um, all those things is is uh, in the future. Whatever we can do to build, you know, build the organization, um, build uh, the industry. Let's just call this coon hunting an industry now. Heck, we all, uh, you know, it, it it's what we do. So, yes, I think definitely a, a youth hunt coming. Greg can hit on that a little more if he wants. No, that Scott has always, Scott's always been uh, the youth hunt. He's always been in the background hollering, you know, we need we need to do a youth hunt. We need to do a youth hunt. And I agree with him 100%. Uh, and how we're going to be able to do that youth hunt is uh, – by having great sponsors, you know, uh, uh, we, we get that sponsorship out there. There's some people that want to kick in. You know, I know John Strickland's already done a lot for the youth, you know, getting him to throw in on it. I, I know he will. All I got to do is make a phone call. I know they'll do it. But if we can get 10 or 20 of those guys to throw in there, man, we can put on a, a youth hunt for these youth hunters. A killer youth hunt. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll absolutely, you know, not charge them no entry fee. Just, uh, you know, it'd be nice if, if you get enough sponsors, they can come there and hunt their dog for free and, and uh, walk away with some, some very good prizes. That'd be, that'd be a, that's a dream. I know it's a dream of Scott's, you know, and it's, it's a goal of ours to, to, to be able to do that for, for, the, for the coon hunters, man. That's uh, helping these coon hunters have better hunts and stuff. So maybe we can come, maybe, maybe do something, maybe for the, the cast winners of the, the final four and try to interview them or something. I know me and Tyler has been talking about doing like a youth spotlight, getting one on here a month and we've done two now. We, uh, we're going to try to get a third one in July. So you guys mentioned Connor, you know, doing this, that, 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 that boy was just, uh, he's a stand up great kid. Mm-hmm. I call oh, yeah. him a kid. He probably ain't a kid anymore, 20, but, uh, 21, 21, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but, uh, you know, he's come up through the youth races and, uh, wow. I mean, what a, what, what a good person. Oh yeah. Him so, and I was, I was just over at, uh, at their house last night. I had to go, I had to go get some, uh, some ear medicine from Stanley and we talked for quite a, his grandpa, you know, and mm-hmm. we talked for quite a while. Uh, Stan, Stanley's taught me a lot about coon hunting as far as taking care of a dog and everything. And, but yeah, they're just, is Stanley who drives him. Yeah. That's his driver. granddad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how good people them boys are. Uh, one night I come in from hunting and, uh, I forgot to, uh, I forgot to latch the gate on the pan back or something. Somehow the dog got out. Are you in the market for a new dog box and just don't know which one to get? That's where I encourage you to go check out GNR Cedar Dog Boxes, especially if you're wanting something different. GNR Cedar Dog Box was established in 2016 when two avid hunters wanted a dog box that was affordable and great looking at that. They provide a high quality, handmade, lightweight box to the customers. 
They take pride in the fact that their boxes are fully cedar, which will last a lifetime in all types of weather conditions. Cedar also ensures your hounds stay a little warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. You can find out more about GNR Cedar Dog Boxes on Facebook. G- find them at GNR Cedar Dog Boxes or give them a call at 615-962-5266. They're located in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, USA. Well, I had rode around pretty late that night and, uh, I had to go to work the next day and I, I still hadn't found him and, and Stanley came down there and, got him and, and rode down and looked for my dog and he found him. And yeah. that's like 30, that was like 30 minutes from his house. But yeah, we got to grow, we got to grow them young people, um, the right way, grow them, grow them through this organization, um, through the industry. I, th- I think that's a major, major thing that we need to do. And it whether is. it's a, a competition hunt or a youth hunt, they all get together and just hunt. Um, I'm okay with it either way, but I think we need to we need to promote them kids and uh, and and head in that right in that direction. And uh, one thing that I've kind of noticed, or you know, kind of came to realize doing these podcasts and stuff is there's a uh, there's a lot more ways that that folks can contribute to this sport uh, besides just out in the woods. I think the sky's the limit for for all this because the growth that we've seen in the last few years, nobody expected. I think we. I Let's think we keep, keep it, it up, rolling. Uh, and it, it's going to get bigger and better. It's with with what you all are doing, what uh, what they're doing with the the video. You know, the TOC, like we said, UKC doing their thing. The uh, hey, it's going to get one of these days. You know, a Remington or Copenhagen, uh, someone's going to see that and say, "Hey, we we want to we want to buy in on this deal." Right. So, uh, so yeah, it's I, I see nothing but good things to come. We really appreciate y'all allowing us to come up here and, and taking time to, to do this because I know, you know, with this hunt going on, there's a there's a lot of stuff that y'all have had to do and y'all, y'all are plenty busy. And, and uh, we, uh, we're thankful for y'all letting us come up here and, and we're, we're glad for the opportunity to uh, to be able to, to bring this to the to all the coon hunters out here listening at home. Now, I know uh, Scott's probably ready for me to quit blowing his phone up two or three times a week about it so hey i'm telling you i didn't think i'd ever get on on here and speak and and, and do a mic so this is good i i do appreciate you guys uh coming i think it's i i think it's great for this sport so let's uh keep it up you guys keep doing what you're doing we'll keep firing what we're doing in the meantime we'll tree a few coons in the middle sure sounds good well appreciate it guys we're going really hope y'all enjoyed that interview as much as i did if you like what you heard here go on over to facebook give us a like at coon hunting you also go to apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review it really helps us out and remember if you need a new hunting light do not overlook superior they make an awesome light best customer service in the business man their walking light and double red is the brightest i've ever seen use coupon code chu podcast at checkout at nighthunters.com you can find the link in the description box below this coon hunting university is a product of audio hound productions until next time y'all have a wonderful day